Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Her Pen, Her Voice podcast. It's Shells, uh, take 23. So I've been on a little hiatus, uh, you know, stuff happens, but I'm here and I'll be more consistent, I promise. So I have a few things to talk about today. Um, first off, I hope that everyone's week was dope and this new week that's starting is even more dope (laughs) and we're actually going through, um, a new moon now. So I hope that you use that to manifest every new beginning that you want to and to put to bed the old chaotic energy and put that positive bright energy into something greater so positive vibes positive vibes trying not to be a um grinch or a bitch or uh what do you call it i like to say that i'm not a pessimist i am realistic but i'm realizing with positive energy and shifting your thoughts your realism or your realistic view, I guess, doesn't have to be skewed. It doesn't have to be negative to be truthful, right? So I want to start off with the poem first. And then we can get into our shit. (laughs) So it's called Still. I realize that I still sleep on my side of the bed. Your side is empty and has been for a while. It misses your warmth. Hell, I do too, honestly. (laughs) I lay on my side with my head resting upon my arm so that my right hand can caress my locks. My left hand is placed on my hip. I glide my fingers over my skin, getting lost in the softness. Imagining you were here. This routine takes place each morning and each night. I hurry to into slumber, hoping I meet you in a dream. I miss you. And my touch alone isn't cutting it. (sighs) (laughs) So earlier this evening when I was going home, I realized that there was a blackout occurring. So I was not looking forward to it. I have candles around my apartment, but I don't have any batteries in my flashlight. I'm not prepared, needless to say. So I felt, you know, sad watching all the streetlights, you know, be dark. But then as I got closer to my block, I saw that the street lights were on and I was happy. So that's just reminding me that I got to get my shit together. Are y'all prepared like for blackouts, for floods, um, for the apocalypse? (laughs) Do y'all have that stuff? You know, do you have um, do you have like your water and your food and your canned goods? If not, 
while you're listening to this, you need to put that on your to-do list and go get that because you don't want to be unprepared, I'll say. Oh, also, I have to share with y'all. So, since I've been gone for a while, uh, last weekend, no, two weekends ago, I tried full-fledged edibles for the first time um (laughs) i've heard stories but i was not prepared (laughs) for what was going on um okay so i obtained my edibles from cushy confections with a k Uh, i need you guys to look that up on instagram they do ship they're reasonably priced and they're really good so i had the ice pops um i had the oatmeal cream pie and a brownie i didn't eat it all in the same day just you know but anyway so okay i had half the oatmeal cream pie and yo like my body felt like it felt i mean i'm already fluffy (laughs) it felt it felt wild crazy like I was sitting on the cloud like I don't know if it's because I don't smoke you know anymore um but I was high for hours <laughs> like so if you're looking for something you know to drift away a little bit that you'll enjoy um is k-u-s-h-y confections k-o-n-f-e-c-t-i-o-n-s um I stand by it so y'all should go check it out and um Tell them that Shell sent you <laughs> and let me know what you think. Um, yeah, it's different. I don't like smoking, but um, the edible high was fire. And um, yeah, so, you know, I tried it. I liked it. Um, it was a good time. <laughs> uh, if y'all see me today, I, I look crazy, too. Just to let y'all know, I have these favorite pair of leggings and um, once I got home from work today, I was determined to no longer wear underwear or bra. Don't judge me. And when I had to come record, I just threw on this oversized sweatshirt and these leggings. So these leggings are holy as shit. Like they're mad thin. So like you could see the whole. <laughs> I don't care. I had to go to the store. And then I realized that I had this big ass hole in the thigh part. And I was a little embarrassed for like two seconds. But then I'm like, fuck you, don't judge me. So whatever. I got what I needed and I came out and I thought nothing of it. So while you guys are out preparing for natural disasters and stuff like that to be ready, I need to get more comfortable house clothes, (laughs) loungewear, excuse me um okay so i think that's all my randomness that i had to tell you guys maybe i don't know if it comes back to me i'll uh i'll stop and jump into it okay so today <sighs> sorry you guys hear my notes um all right there's a few things i want to talk about first Do any of you watch American Horror Story? Okay. So. 
this season is i guess this says the season seven um rotation and it's about a cult right so funny enough it starts off the times the time frame is from when cheeto face was first elected and then on right so it's this guy that he is a cheeto face supporter and he like orchestrates like this this major cult like he inflicts like fear on people like he he plays on everybody's like fear like if you're not feeling powerful whatever like it's a bunch of murder a bunch of manipulation a bunch of gore and intelligence because you need that you know to pull that off you know also that he can become councilman so he inflicts fear it's, it's crazy it's like clowns and I am just, you know, advocating for you guys to watch it. It's only maybe about seven episodes in, but everything's on demand or online so you can stream it. At first it was triggering because it was like horror meets, it's like the purge election day, like horror plus the purge election day. So I watched Trigger at first, but I like American Horror Story because all of the seasons are intertwined somehow and the writers are really great at what they do to pull out certain emotions out of you. Like it's not even scary for real, like for you to jump or whatever. I watch it with the lights off, you know, <laughs> but it's really, really good this season. Um, they had a season that it was like a haunted house. They had an asylum season. They had a freak show season, which was like circus freaks in like the 1940s. They had a coven um, season, which was about witches, uh, you know, New Orleans witches, the old um, pagan witches. Uh, season five was the hotel, like a bloody hotel like the spirits stayed there like when they they could own like the spirits would roam the hotel um in hollywood that was pretty good and last season was reality based um kind of like a big brother type of thing um and like it was based in virginia and a lot of ghouls and shit like that but it was really good so this season um if you don't watch it i think that you should at least give it about maybe two or three episodes to see if you like it i like that the actors come back i'm um, normally like angela bassett's on it kathy bates jessica lang was on it but i don't know who is going to be like the huge guest star last season cuba Gooding jr was on it um so they have you know accredited actors um and really good show so you know that's it just wanted to say that you know do a little plug real quick not that they need it for me but i like to watch it so you should give it a shot okay so going along the lines of tv this week there was some instagram beef going on that turned into 
this major media shitstorm. Um, okay, so for all of you that are on Instagram, if you watch TV, there was a comedian by the name of um Jess Hilarious. She does like these funny skits, um, just with the mess. And she's talking about real news, but she finds a way to make it funny and you know, make you, you know, like think a little bit, but it's it's funny. So one of them uh featured Azalea Banks that her concert tickets were on Groupon for sixteen dollars. Um so Azalea Banks is like, you know, you're obsessed with me, but da da da. So just told her, like, you know, not nah, like you need to get on Love and Hip Hop or something, you know, to get some exposure. And so then Hazel E from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood jumps in and you know was saying all this slick shit so i guess that was the beginning of another beef so jess is known for fl flaming everybody she's flamed um who else is she flamed that was funny um she flamed meek mills which was hilarious and um i think this she flames like everyday people too but that one was one of the funnier ones too she was making fun of his clothes saying that he dressed like like a young ass kid but anyway um okay so hazel e so they got into it some text messages were released um about her boyfriend rose burgundy i also saw a video of an alleged ex-boyfriend of his so it was a lot of like you know like download things being thrown around um you know and then hazel figured that she would clap back by posting all of these brown skin or darker skin women and was basically saying like mom you know I, I know you always told me they would hate me because I'm light skin and then her boyfriend posted a picture of like a burning LGBT flag and was like this is what I think about the gays and then she's like yeah they all gonna burn in hell and it was just crazy. So like Milan Christopher jumped in. He was also from the Love and Hip Hop um, series Once Upon a Time. He was making fun of her being childless and talking about her face. And I've seen people say that she has bad acne and her forehead looks like struggle and like EBT swipes. It's just mad stuff going on. Like okay so all right for you guys that don't know maybe what i look like I, I you know you should you know if you follow the show you see pictures here and there um i'm a brown female i guess you can call me dark skinned some people call me hershey whatever um growing up it was always you know, you're pretty for a darkie or you're pretty for a dark skinned girl. And I don't really like how, and I know what happens in other cultures, but once again, like I'm in the black community, so I can speak firsthand about it because I've experienced it. I don't, I don't get how, especially in this day and age, you know, like we have so many other things that are oppressing us. So whenever I see this whole colorism thing and the brown paper bag test and all of that, and it's stupid as hell because no matter if you are light, unless you're passing, 
you are still black. That's it. You know, so it's weird to me to for people to feel like, you know, one is beautiful, beautiful, more beautiful than the other just because of their skin complexion. I love having, you know, a little heavier dosage of melanin. You know, I try to let my daughter know like you're beautiful, you know, not only because but, you know, you're brown, you're beautiful. You got curly hair, you know, like I embrace our makeup. So. Anyway, um, Hazel E, like, I really, I don't know if they're going to, like, kick her off the show. She doesn't really have that much besides that show going on for her. But I noticed that she was really stunting hard this season, pulling up in different type of vehicles and shit, trying to front, you know. Um, I don't know. I, I just thought that that was a, a ill way to carry it, you know, if you felt upset or whatever. There's ways to even snap on people without going that far or posting like naked pictures of people because that's what was included in the collage of Jess. Like she had a new picture leak, um, I think last year. So she had posted that in the collage. And then for her to go on and say that, you know, gays are going to burn in hell. Like for the women that look like. I was about to say something, but I'm not going to say it. Uh, <laughs> For the women that I I was going to call her, I'm not going to say it. Never mind. I'm not even going to go there. But anyway, she looks like a drag queen. I guess that's, I, I can say that. She looks like a drag queen. Um, The makeup, the hair, the bad hair, matter of fact. See, I have locks. Like I, for women, I don't get how you spend money on bundles or wigs and they look like straw hats or they look like plastic bags. Like I don't get why you spend all this money on a wig to look like Mystique from the X-Men. I'm trying to figure out what it is. And it's like all of these, you know, makeup tutorials where your skin is bad. Like if you took the time to take care of your skin, it's okay for you to enhance it. You know, cool, fine. But everyone should know that when you're putting on pounds and pounds and pounds and pounds of makeup on top of your your face, your acne where you have these infections or inflame inflammations on your face, the makeup isn't going to help you. So at one point in time, I guess before all of the surgeries, she looked pretty you know to me anyway but for you to think that you're only beautiful because you're lighter than some others but you're the way you carry yourself the way you address certain situations just makes you ugly so it doesn't matter you could look like a beauty queen but if you're ugly on the inside that's just it that's the end of it and her boyfriend i mean i don't like to you know judge like that in that way because you know things are serious when you bring in the terms of dl and you know like you know bisexual men you know there's a discussion on if you think that women can be bisexual but you don't think men can be like it's a lot so you have to be careful you know the accusations you throw out there you know but i don't feel that you know, I don't feel that the way that they went about it. I don't think that it was, you know, the correct way to handle it. Like you are on a major platform where you have so much exposure. 
why would you use that to spew negative things? You know, like you're not uplifting anybody by doing that shit. Like you're not, you don't even come across as if you're actually happy with yourself because you always know the person that it's one thing to make a joke and like, haha, because I do snap on people too. But the people that are always like, what was me? I'm a victim, you know, always starting shit, always have something to say about somebody, like never have anything positive to say. Those are the ones that are the most unhappy. And as far as the gay comments, like sis, like the gays are making sure that you're popping. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, I never really understood. I mean, I have some friends that do not, you know, they might be pro-black, but they don't really like necessarily the gay agenda air quotes that people feel are being forced down the throat. I don't feel any type of way about that. That's not my business. I, as a black woman, I feel like I, I have encountered enough pushback between personal life and, you know, in the corporate world that I don't feel comfortable turning around with me feeling that oppression to oppress another group of people you know, to be marginalized. Now, I always say that I'm a black woman first. You know, I'm, I'm not a woman who's black. You know what I'm saying? But then it's like there are black men that are gay. That doesn't mean that, you know, their life is any more important than mine or my life is any more important than theirs. Like for you, for people to feel like they need to make a difference that you can't complain and then also do the same thing that you are encountering just in a different way. Like oppression is oppression. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it, It's not, it don't feel better if it comes from one group of people than another. Like, so anyway, I don't know if they're going to kick her off the show or whatever, but I know a lot of people are saying that they were going to boycott it um, if she comes back. But, you know, reality TV controversy is always good you know for the return season things like that um so i also wanted to get into the alleged rape that nelly was accused of after a fan entered his tour bus um she said that she was rape in the wee hours of the morning and he did it and then he was arrested but they let him go and then he was saying like it's unfounded and things like that and then there was a release that she wasn't going to pursue it any further that she was gonna walk away from it and i think the state is still deciding to prosecute you know like they're gonna keep going forward in the investigation but when everyone heard that she was deciding not to go forward with that, they were just like, you know, well, if he really did it, then, you know, why would she stop the investigation or he has money or he's attractive, so he doesn't need to do that. And I'm not saying that he did it. I don't know if he did it. I don't know if she's lying. I'm not saying that at all. But. We have to get out of two things. We have to get out of the thought that a rapist has a particular stature in life or a particular look. We have to get away from that. 
that is crazy. It doesn't even make sense, you know, and, and even to the point of where how does she look or was she asking for it? Like, it doesn't matter. A person can literally be naked in front of you. And if they say no, or that's not what they're looking for and they choose not to engage in it, that's what it is. Point blank to the period. Like there's not a specific look that allows you to victimize somebody or be victimized. We need to get that through our heads, even when, you know, sexual abuse takes place in, you know, homes uh, with older men and little girls. And people are so quick to say that little girl was being fast. Well, out of the adult and the child, who is responsible to make sure that those boundaries are upheld? Who is responsible to make sure that it goes the way that it's supposed to go, which means as an adult, you have no fucking business touching a child. I don't care if they are being, you know, pushing up on you or whatever. Like as an adult, you are supposed to reprimand and get away and inform their parent or whatever. Like it's not, oh, this is a free for all because shorty's 16 and she got a fat ass. Like as an adult, there's nothing that should sexually turn you on about a child. I'm sorry. I don't care what they do in other countries. I mean, I care, but that's not a, a reason to justify you being some perv or some creep. Or like the thing that I heard when I was 17, you know, well, 17 is legal. No, and damn well, it's not for your fucking 20 something year old ass to be trying to holler at me. <sighs> um... Real quick, I was on Instagram and I don't know if you guys used to watch the show Step It Up, but it was um, a dance coach named Tracy. So she, you know, she um I think they were from Miami. So her dance troupe was fire. Awesome. So I'm noticing the past couple of weeks I've been seeing this dance troupe that they have on like. Kind of like like their theatrical outfits. One was like a garter with like boots um, that goes into like they were covered. And then the other one was um, like knee boots, I think it was, and like short shorts. Now, these are a dance troupe. So some of the dance outfits are a little risque, but a lot of people were like up in arms about them being in high school. You know, the routines were fire, but a lot of people were up in arms about the outfits that they chose. But I'm not a dancer, but I know that there's a look to it. It's theatrical. You know, it plays into what the dance is. Instead of saying that, you know, these girls are too young to have these little shorts on. It's part of their outfit, you know, for their dancing routine. The nipples are not out. Their ass cheeks are not out. When are we going to take responsibility for adults sexualizing children? Because when I looked at the video, all I saw was like, oh, they're killing it. Like they're fierce, they're, you know, they're fire. It wasn't like, oh, you know, ill. I can't believe they got a fitted outfit on. I'm not looking at, you know, I mean, albeit I'm not a pedophile. So maybe that's why my eyes don't see what everybody else is, else see. But and not saying people that do sexualize children are pedophiles. I'm sorry, but I didn't mean it like that. But I'm saying that I'm able to look at you know, a 17 year old that is performing 
and seeing it for what it is you know and 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 so quickly we're we're so quick to jump to like i said over sexualizing kids and you know blaming the little girls but we also praise when a boy gets hand claps for sleeping with an older woman or you know he's 12 and he's sleeping with a 16 year old a 17 year old oh you did that like that's not good either you know it needs to i don't i don't know if it's ever going to change you know like a lot of us have came across that you know in our life when i was 17 i dealt with a 25 year old briefly but you know i didn't realize i didn't realize it until i got older and then i was like damn that wasn't good you know <laughs> like that wasn't that was kind of gross um but anyway um i guess if you know better you'll do better so we need to hold everybody accountable and not just the lady um which now i'm going to talk about harvey weinstein he recently made the news he's an american film producer him and his brother founded miramax so there's a lot of allegations coming out about him like not rape i don't think but like sexual harassment him being naked in front of these actresses him asking you know for sexual favors him wanting to be alone with them um i think so recently lupita nyong'o she came out and said when she was in acting school he was offering he made an advance at her so my thing is right when you have money and you have influence i know that it makes you above the law right sometimes is that okay like seriously i know you can have the world at your fingertips but when you're infringing on a personal a person's rights as a human being to have their own personal space they don't have to engage in what you want to engage in just because you're in a certain tax bracket and they're not because you have certain influence and they don't because you're a old hollywood heavy hitter and they're a newcomer does that mean that what you want at that moment supersedes their right as a human being and you always see a lot of women coming to coming to bat for these men and saying that you know how are they dressed or how do they put themselves out there what do you mean like i said you can be naked and walk in front of somebody that doesn't change it you can be wearing lingerie all day that doesn't change it that doesn't mean that you want the the unwanted groups and things like that and maybe some people do do it for attention but just how if a person decides to be dressed modest and they're shapely it's not gonna hide it you can try but your body is what it is but that doesn't mean that if you do decide to show a little more cleavage one day or a little bit of thigh meat that you are asking to be catcalled to be groped to be raped to be sexually assaulted um to be murdered like because rape is not even about sex it's about the power struggle so where is the consensus like where does it hold up 
at? Like, where are we getting the skewed view from? And then everybody that's dealt with the harassment that it was spoken on, it was brought to certain people's attention and no one ever did anything. Why is that? Is it because we do live in a patriarchal society? Like, you know, like, is that what it is? It, yeah, we really elected cheese, Cheeto face, cheese doodle face after it was released about him grabbing pussies. So he don't he don't even have any respect for women. Like he don't have any respect for women and no one cared because that meant more. What him being a rich white male and him doing this fake nationalist bullshit totally eclipsed him saying grab the pussy sounded like a sexual predator because what like women are second class citizens you know as a woman it kind of like it frustrates me I even had to figure out my daughter random I'm gonna go off on a tangent for a second but my daughter asked me what a tomboy was so I was just like um I just tried to give her like a explanation that's good for an eight-year-old, but I just told her like, you know, maybe a girl that doesn't wear a lot of dresses that people feel she should be wearing because she's a girl. That could be called a tomboy or that she's athletic or, you know, she's into sports and stuff. Like I was just trying to find, the, I was trying to dumb the thing all the way down, the definition all the way down. But then I asked her, did someone call you a tomboy? And she kept insisting that no one did. And she was just like, oh, I thought it meant a boy and a girl at the same time. So here I am with this whole, you know, I'm having anxiety. I'm feeling bad. <laughs> like, I'm just like, do I have to put more pink on her? Like, all of this, all of this stupid shit. Like, and here she is. She's like, oh, I just thought it meant you were a boy and a girl at the same time. Like, it wasn't even that deep. Even down to... The book bag that she chose this year is her favorite characters, um, but it's blue and red. And I found myself like, you sure you don't want a pink book bag? You sure? And she's like, no, I like this one. Plus, it comes with a lunchbox. Mommy, you don't have to buy a lunchbox. So she's already like super like aware already. But I realized that it was me that was caught up in it. You know, like she don't care about pink or red or purple just if she likes it she likes it so sorry that was my little mommy tangent <laughs> for the for the week but going back to what i was talking about when are we going to stop making excuses for people that are detrimental to our society when are we going to stop making excuses for them when are we going to stand up to them when are we gonna you know i saw some memes that were comparing this situation with bill cosby's situation and i'm just like it doesn't matter <laughs> whether you're black or white purple orange whatever it doesn't matter like being a sexual predator is wrong regardless and i'm not gonna because i still feel however i feel about bill cosby i'm not going to 
erase it now because this white man in Hollywood is accused of some of the same things. What am I going to say? Okay, I got to ride with Bill Cosby. No, fuck both of them. Like, the fuck? They, if it's true, fuck both of them. And shame on you for making excuses for them, for R. Kelly, for the game, allegedly. Like, come on. Pedophilia is not, it's not cool. Being a sexual predator is not cool. Fucking with underage people are not, it's not cool. It's not all right. It's not all right. Like, I don't care how you grew up, you know. Yeah, maybe some of the girls did want to fuck with an older dude. Okay. But you as a 30-something, you as a 20-something, what are your thoughts on it now? Are you going to continue to keep that cycle going? When are you going to decide enough is enough? And it always happens and it keeps happening. And I've I've always seen that the rape culture that we exist in is crazy. There's so many layers upon layers of fuck shit. Like <laughs> just thinking about it, even the slut well, even though Amber Rose is I don't really care for her the, the her delivery because that's not what the original slut walk was. It was for the victims or survivors of sexual abuse sexual assault she turned it into something totally different but um damn i forgot my thought <laughs> i promise i ain't smoke today um damn i was going somewhere with that okay give me a second mm, no it really flew out my head that's bad. Oh, I think I remember. Um, even I don't agree with her message, like her method of it. But it's kind of like as a woman, you can do something. Whether you're growing up or not, like you may have had your whole moments or did some whole shit. And once you become a successful woman um, in your career, a doting mother, a loving wife like that whole shit that you may have did at 17 is always gonna follow you somewhere somehow and that's always thrown in your face so i don't know i just I just wish it wasn't so i guess you know to go along with the theme i'm gonna talk about some whole shit <laughs> fuck it why not right all right. So one day in my 20s, um, I'll be 32 next month. FYI. But anyway, sometime in my 20s, uh, statute of limitations. Um, <laughs> okay. So, uh, shell story time. Um, I was talking to. Well, excuse me. I'm, I'm not even going to lie. I had a buddy, a FB that would drop dick off sometimes like a nice little present right and one day in particular uh we did a quickie and i don't know like it wasn't enough it was too short for me number one so 
I went home mad sad and <laughs> mm. <laughs> um mm, maybe like six or seven hours later my friend had called me um that never disappointed me when it came to the dick ever <laughs> and I decided to scratch that itch that I wasn't scratched earlier so I mean I used protection so I guess it was okay <laughs> but I always felt kind of crazy because I was like damn like that's really some whole shit and that also dispels the myth that dudes know like when a girl is fucking another nigga because oh excuse me trying not to use that word on here <laughs> fucking another dude because um yeah no he was none the wiser and we had a good time probably happened more than once that night and then um i was good so <laughs> the reason i brought it up now that you heard that story out of everything i portrayed over the past 22 episodes and for those of you that know me in person does that take away all of my accomplishments does that take away the perception that you have of me as a nice person or a thoughtful person or a good mom if that's how you feel you know or always being a good girl because i stay and like i've had a few long-term relationships um does that skew your vision on people? Like if you have a certain way of looking at them, right? And then you hear some random ass story that's crazy and doesn't match up to what they are currently. Does that take away what you thought about them? You know, so now all of a sudden, instead of me being, you know, shells the cool homegirl, because I told you this story from years ago. Now, are you only going to think about me in a hoish way? Like what, what, how do you make your, you know, how do you make your expectations of a person? Like, how do you perceive people? What, what are such of the, some of the judging, um, cars, I guess, that you use when deciding to be friends with people, when deciding to go into business with people, like, what do you gauge? So that was just a random thing that I was thinking about. Um, so this week's why you met um okay this all right for people that all right i hope somebody really um agrees with me or understands where i'm coming from i'm an introvert right so i can be social but if i'm in a crowd full of people i'll probably be like off to the side you know watching whatever i came there to do so this morning um i was getting breakfast and I was getting on the elevator and I seen a coworker and we had the most painful fucking five minutes on the elevator. Like I hate small talk. Like I hate it. It's pointless to me. If you see me at the coffee machine and we don't talk, just keep walking. You don't have to speak to me. If I get on the elevator with you and it's nobody else on the elevator, I promise you don't have to talk to me. Like I won't feel any sort of way. You can even fake text in your phone. It will not bother me. If we don't speak no other time, you do not, you are not 
expected to say good morning hello how are you you're not expected not from me i don't give a shit i rather you look at the fucking ceiling in the elevator than to force yourself to have a conversation with me it's stupid and it's pointless and it doesn't make sense it doesn't change anything once we get off this elevator i'm probably not going to talk to you again for another six weeks so what is the purpose like, do you need to fill that uncomfortable air <laughs> like with bullshit? Like, what is it? I, I don't like it. I don't know why people engage in it. I don't know what the purpose of it is. Like, even when you're getting to know people, like at a work function or you're at a social event by yourself and you're making small talk, like, it's just so fucking weird to me. Like, I don't like it. And I'd rather just sit there in silence or play on my phone than to partaking it i don't like i've never liked it it's just it's dumb it's dumb i don't small talk even with the people that i fuck with if you get in the car with me and my radio is going like even if my radio is not on that is not a cue for you to start talking to me if i'm not talking i may really be in my thoughts you might be in your thoughts i am comfortable with silence I'm comfortable with that. I'm okay. If you don't have anything to talk about, you are more than welcome to shut the fuck up and stay that way. I'm not saying I won't engage in a conversation because more than likely I will if I like you like that or you wouldn't be in my personal space. But if you don't have anything to say, I'd rather you just be quiet instead of talking about the fucking sky or that you about to go get some new sneakers or you about to go get this new nail color like if i don't fuck with you like that you're not obligated to talk to me and one more thing if somebody holds the fucking door for you the least you can do is say fucking thankful thank you because if they let the door fucking snap back and hit your damn big toe and break your toenail or smack you in your fucking beak that's what you get for not being grateful and appreciative of them being courteous and holding the door for you I literally held the door for this lady today. I, and she didn't say shit. She looked me dead in my face and didn't say shit. She said thank you. She didn't even fake mumble. She didn't do nothing. I said you're welcome. And she still didn't say anything. Like, that happened to me one time before. And I told the lady, if I push you down the steps, <laughs> I would be wrong, right? Like, if I knocked you down the steps because you didn't say thank you for me holding the door. I'm not a violent person, so I wouldn't actually do it. She did turn around and look at me crazy, but I was pissed off. The fuck? Say thank you. Didn't your mama teach you anything? Your parents, your your grandparents, your auntie. Somebody done taught you men in some fucking way. And this is why I slow down so I don't got to hold the door for people. Or I tell them to let the door go. Because if I don't feel like talking, I don't feel like talking. Whatever. Um, <laughs> my little rant. Um, Okay, the her inspiration for this week is if you don't stop apologizing, you're going to convince me you've done something wrong. And that is by Kate Morton. Um, I noticed for me, um, or even at work, sorry has replaced ex um, excuse me. Like if you walk in front of somebody, everybody's like, sorry, me i've been told to stop saying sorry um i can say thank you too much because i consider myself to be appreciative and like as a person but i notice that i say sorry a lot if 
I'm trying to. I don't know. I end up saying sorry for saying sorry so much. I guess I'll say that uh, I'm not the type of person I can hurt people's feelings, but I try not to do that. I'm, you know, working on being nice in my old age <laughs> until you mess with me. Then it's all best is off. But I do say sorry a lot. It's kind of like a reflex. I even text it a lot. So I'm working on that. So my thing is why this jumped out to me. I took it the literal way. But I, I think also. And I was told today by um, my friend Jellybean. Um, she was saying that I need to stop. You know, feeling guilty for, you know, taking that time to do self-care. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to apologize for that. If you don't feel like doing something, you literally don't have to do it. If you don't want to do it, don't feel guilted into doing what you've always done when it no longer suits you. That's it. It makes you drained. It makes you resentful. It makes you sad. It, you don't have to do it. I mean, outside of taking care of your responsibilities, if you're a parent <clears throat> and washing your ass because you should always do that. I don't feel that you have to feel bad um, for deciding to not go out for that drink or to not do that extra errand for somebody, you know, just be honest with what it is that you want. And it's OK to say no. Don't let people guilt you um, and you end up apologizing because you didn't want to do it in the first place. Pay attention to that. I think if we did, a lot of you know more people would be less miserable. So. With that said, that's this week's show. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed. Um, you can find the show on iTunes, excuse me, Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud and Google Play. Uh, also, please go like my Facebook page, Her Pen, Her Voice podcast. Like it, share it, comment, uh, follow the Instagram, Her Pen, Her Voice pod. And you can find me on all social media at shells, S-H-E-L-L-Z underscore P-E-N. I am kind of interested on social media. Oh, if you have any comments, topics you would like me to talk about, any anything, just, you know, holla at your girl. Um, Herpinherhervoice at gmail.com. And with that said, I hope this is an awesome week for you guys. And until next time, um, love and light. Bye.